Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, the return of our, it's honestly our favourite bit of content for the entire year, it is the Coaches Clipboard, we will try and do them for every single finals games of the final series, same as we did last year and the year before that, so if you are a long time listener, you'll know all about the Coaches Clipboard, they are posts on Instagram which you can go and have a read uh, and then we go a little bit more in depth here on the podcast about what we talk about there, so very, very exciting, I love this sort of content. Essentially, if you're new around here, what it is, is I pick out three key points that I think the coaches will be focusing on. So, for example, the game we're going to do today is the Brisbane Broncos taking on the Melbourne Storm. I will look at Coach Kevin Walters and the things that I think he will have on his clipboard this week. They may be things about the Melbourne Storm. They may just be things about the Broncos. It can go in many different ways depending on where they're playing, who they're playing, who's in for what guys, how matchups are shaping up. There is so many different factors that we can dive into here and we will, you know, sometimes there will be common ones or with teams, sometimes there are common things that you need to do against those certain teams, but there is so much to talk about here, so much to get stuck into. So let's rip and tear into it. Let's start off with Kevin Walters. We're going to have a look at his coach's clipboard, of course. Friday night footy, they take on the Melbourne Storm. The Melbourne Storm have an incredible record up there at Suncorp Stadium. We've spoken about it all week. I think they win something like 68% of their games there. The Broncos, they only win 58% of their games at Suncorp. So, unbelievable what the Melbourne Storm have done. The Storm have never lost to the Broncos at Suncorp Stadium. So, a lot to take in there. Obviously, the Brisbane Broncos are the favourites, but I give the Melbourne Storm every chance to win this game. The big thing that stands out for me between these two sides is experience. You have a look at the Broncos side, Adam Reynolds. He's the only player in their spine that has won a finals game. You have a look over the other side of the park at the Melbourne Storm. You've got Jerome Hughes, Cam Munster, two premiership winners. Ryan Pappenhausen, another premiership winner once he gets back into the side. Harry Grant, he's played a lot of finals footy in his short amount, in his short career. So that's the big advantage that I see. But 
the Broncos, they have been a different beast this year. And I think it's the best Broncos side we have seen since probably the 06 side. The 2015 side, you could argue, right up there as well. That's completely fair. But I think that as a whole, this Broncos side and where their strike weapons are and how strong their forward pack is, especially compared to the rest of the competition, I think it's one of their better sides that they have had. Obviously, I wouldn't put it up against the early 2000s and the 1990s, those unbelievable teams. But this Broncos side is one hell of a team. But... We still don't know how they're going to go come finals footy. We know Adam Reynolds is going to be able to handle it. We think Pat Carrick and Reese Walsh, they've absolutely dominated Origin. I think they'll be fine in the finals series. But finals experience, it matters. And we need to see it first from the Brisbane Broncos. Let's have a look at Coach Kevin Walters. We'll get into Craig Bellamy next. But Coach Kevin Walters on his clipboard. And what I'm going to do, guys, I'm going to read out to you what I've got written down here. And then I'll explain it in a bit more detail. So our first coach's clipboard, Kevin Walters taking on the Melbourne Storm finals week one. Our first headline is the wild card. And of course, it's a picture of Cameron Munster, the money man. Let's read it. The number one thing standing in the way of a home prelim final for Brisbane is Munster's magic. This is the perfect storm for Munster. Literally his favorite things all at once. Pressure, bright lights, big stages, and Suncorp Stadium. He's going to have an imp- a big impact on this game. We know that already. It's all about mitigating his impact. Question is, how do you do that. And that's the big question. And to be honest with you, I actually don't know how to do that. So I think that it is a factor that obviously Coach Kevin Walters, he will take into consideration. But Cam Munster, he's one of those players, very similar to Darren Lockyer. It's very hard to work out how to actually mark him. If you stand off him, he'll float across the line. He'll palm, he'll palm, he'll flick. He'll do something out of the bag. But if you rush up on him, Munster goes good at gold. My instincts, they just kick into gear here. And that was the beauty of Darren Lockyer. And it's very similar to Cam Munster. No matter how you defend him, it feels Feels like he's got a way to accommodate what you're doing. And look, as I said in the analysis there, Cam Munster, he's going to have an impact on this game, yeah? There is no doubt about that whatsoever. It's about mitigating how much of an impact he has on this game. And especially in that last 20, 15 minutes, I call it championship minutes. And this is where the best players of all time always stand up. And Cam Munster, especially around the origin period, you always feel like he's he's got that in him. You go back to game one this year, he absolutely exploded in the last 20 minutes. Game two was reasonably quiet, to be fair. But of course, we got to the back end of the game and, you know, Lindsay Collins jumps up, takes that ball. But who's learning? Working there on the inside to score the try. The money man, Cam Munster. In that last 20 minutes, they need to be on high alert for this guy. They need to be aware that when he starts to skip across the field, there is always something on there. And I think with Munster, the key to it is just communication. You need to be aware where he is at all times, and you need to work together. If you're going to be a hero and shoot, Cam Munster goes beautiful. This is exactly what I wanted. This is exactly what I needed. You need to defend as a unit against Cam Munster, or you just make it easy for him realistically. Biggest challenge there, somehow finding a way to stop Cam Munster. I don't have any more detail to give you because I've got no idea how to do it. You need a smarter mind than me and fingers crossed you can find those smarter minds in Kevin Walters, Pat Carrigan and Adam Reynolds because I've got no idea whatsoever to do with him. The next one, my next key headline is Momentum. And here I've got a picture of Nelson Asafa Solomona. And we've spoken about him a lot over the last few weeks on Bloke in a Bar and on the Guru podcast about how important he's going to be for the Melbourne Storm. To be fair, we started speaking about this at the end of last year, looking at this season, that he was always going to be the key guy. And he definitely is. There's no doubt about that. I'll read it to you now. The challenge the Storm faced from day one 
Could their pack match it with the best of the best? In this game, we'll find out. The two key guys are Nelson and Ellie Katoa. Nelson is the guy that the Storm hinge on, though. He needs to be put on his back as much as possible, as hard as that may be. Similar to Kikau for the Panthers in recent years, Ellie Katoa is their next man up. A shift to Ellie on the right into a quick play the ball into a spread left to Munster and Pappy could be disastrous for Brisbane. So obviously Nelson Osava Solomona through the middle. He is the main guy. And you will notice with the Melbourne Storm when he comes on the field, Harry Grant, he gets on his tippy toes all of a sudden. He's on the ball of his feet. He is ready to go. And that's when he comes on the field, or if he starts either way, that's when you will see Jerome Hughes and Cam Munster, Ryan Pappenhausen, Nick Meany. As soon as he gets on the front foot, they go, okay, flood the middle and take them on. And that's where the spine gets into their best work. Now this spine, we'll talk about them in in the next subject, but if with the Melbourne Storm, you can you can mitigate Nelson Osofa Solomona and how much momentum he gets and the offloads he gets. You can put him on his back, slow down the ruck. My God, it takes you a long way to beating this Melbourne Storm side. Now, Nelson, he's the key forward. There's no doubt about that. He's the explosive one. He's their answer to Payne Haas in this game. And Nelson, he needs to have a huge final series if the Melbourne Storm are to compete. I said it on Bloke in a Bar last week. I think that uh, Craig Bellamy would have taken Nelson Osofa Solomona aside two weeks ago, 10 days ago, however long ago, uh, long ago it was, and said, hey, in 10 days, you are either going to take on Payne Haas and Pat Carrigan, or you're going to go head-to-head with Fish and with Liotta. You know, Fish and Liotta, obviously the guys that have been the men in the arena for a very long time now, three-odd years in a row. Payne Haas, though, the best front row forward in rugby league, and you need to go toe-to-toe with him and look realistically... If you match it with him, that's all good and well. But in order for the Melbourne Storm to win this game, I think Nelson has to be the best front row forward on the field. And that is made very, very tough when you've got guys like Payne Haas, Pat Carrigan, um, Tommy Flagler. It becomes very difficult. But I just don't think Nelson has any choice but to completely live up to his potential and be the guy for the Melbourne Storm in this game. If he does, I give them every chance to pull an upset in this one. The other guy is Eli Katoa. Now, you look at the way the Penrith Panthers played over the last few years. Whenever there was moments where they weren't winning the centre third, they weren't winning the ruck through the middle, they'd go a two-ball shift. You'd see Jerome Luai turn, kick out under, and all of a sudden, he was one-on-one with a halfback or a centre or something like this, and it allowed them to generate momentum, and then they played off the back of that. I think that Eli Katoa is going to play a very key role in this game for the Melbourne Storm. If it isn't Nelson, it will be Eli. And for me, I think the strike spot, which we will talk about very soon, when we get to the Melbourne Storm, I think they will be targeting the right edge of the Brisbane Broncos. So for me, my game plan would be centered around Ellie Katoa getting momentum down the right edge. Then we shift, 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 and we come back and we find Cam Munster and Ryan Pappenhausen out on that left edge. That would be my game plan for this game, and I'm pretty confident the Melbourne Storm will look at something very, very similar to that. So Nelson through the middle, but Ellie Katoa as well down that right edge. Jerome Hughes will put him in good spots. He'll put him one-on-one with the defenders he needs him to be on and that will allow them to create some momentum. Momentum is huge for the Melbourne Storm, though. We've said it all year. I thought they would struggle for it this year, which I think they have, but they've done better than what I expected. Losing Brandon Smith was massive. I still think they're recovering from losing Tino a couple of years ago as well. Nelson and Eli Katoa, these are the two guys. There's other great forwards in there. Christian Welsh, Josh King, these sort of fellas, they will do their job, but they're not the sort of guys that can really bend the line, that can create offloads. Christian Welsh got a good offload, to be fair, but Nelson and Eli Katoa, they are the big ones. They can bend the line and they can start to generate momentum for the Melbourne Storm spine to play off the back of. Now, our third point. 
that I think Kevin Walters will be focusing on. Front foot footy. Very, very important. So when you have a look at the Melbourne Storm, obviously their pack. It's a good pack, but would we put it on the same level as the Broncos pack and the Panthers pack? Probably not for me. You could even argue that the Warriors pack has a little bit more as well. Newcastle's pack's going very well at the moment. Melbourne's got a good pack, but they're heavily reliant on those two guys. Now for me... Everything with the Melbourne Storm comes through their spine. And I think on their day, it's the most dangerous spine in rugby league. There might have been more successful spines over the last few years, but you're looking at Jerome Hughes, Cam Munster, Harry Grant, Ryan Pappenhausen. All four of those guys at their best, they are top three guys in their position. On their day, realistically, they are top one guys in all their positions. When they are playing their absolute best footy, they can go toe-to-toe with anyone in this competition. For me, though, the key is Harry Grant. I'm going to read to you what I've got written down here. Front foot footy. The reason why I've always been so high on Grant is because he's one of the few hookers ever that can win the ruck when his pack isn't. Markers and A defenders need to be communicating all night. If they slip for a split second, Harry Grant has the ability to turn the momentum and this game on its head. Then you'll see the most lethal spine in the competition come to life all of a sudden. We just spoke about whenever Nelson takes his hit up, you'll see this spine. They get on the on the balls of their feet and they start to flood the middle. This is what I've always loved about Harry Grant. I saw this from, you know, before when he was playing up in Queensland, under-18s, under-19s. Very similar to Cam Smith. Not as good as Cam Smith, but Cam Smith had the ability that even if his pack wasn't winning, he would be able to manipulate markers, manipulate A and B defenders to generate momentum for his side. He'd pick the right moment to kick. He'd pick the right moment to run. Whilst not being the fastest hooker of all time, he'd always pick his right moments. And Harry Grant's got this ability as well. He's much better when Nelson's smashing down the door and when, you know, Brandon Smith was absolutely kicking the door down last year. But Harry Grant can just do it off his own back. And this is this is going to be the key thing for the Brisbane Broncos. I believe the Broncos will win the ruck, but it's all about how they control Harry Grant. Because you see, same as Nelson, when he starts going, the rest of the spine just goes with him. And all of a sudden, the momentum can turn very quickly. And this Melbourne Storm side, they're very hard to stop their momentum. Once they start to get on the front foot, it's very hard to turn it back. So when you are d- defending against this Melbourne Storm side, you two markers, no matter how tired you are, how exhausted you are, you have to be communicating all the time. Because Harry Grant... He is like a predator in the jungle. He can sniff out when you are just off by half a second or when you're lacking communication or when your A and B defenders aren't communicating and there's a little sniff there. There might be times where they will send certain players at guys that are on the field for the Brisbane Broncos. Maybe a Tommy Flegler at the back end of his stint where Harry Grant could go, you know what, if I can get half a metre on you here because you're tired, I can take advantage of it. And the Melbourne Storm, they will have sets that will work around this where there are guys in the field that might be on there too long you have a HIA, you have a 10 in the bin, the, the momentum of the game changes. That's when Harry Grant really clicks into gear. Communication is going to be key for the Brisbane Broncos, as it always is in finals. And this is where Pat Carrigan is so important. We've all heard him mic'd up and how he talks before and mid-games and everything. He's an absolute genius. And his communication around the middle is going to be huge. Absolutely massive. The beauty for the Broncos... 
they're pretty much running out with their full strength forward pack. They've got their hooker there, the guys that have been there all season. So a big, big advantage there for the Brisbane Broncos. And they are going to have to be alert all game. Because as I said, if you sleep for a split second, Harry Grant will make you pay. And all of a sudden, when Harry Grant gets on the front foot, the Melbourne Storm, they can generate so much momentum, they can be near impossible to run down again. They cannot let Harry Grant dictate this game. They're the three key things that I think Kevin Walters will be watching. Obviously, Cam Munster, good luck stopping him. I don't know how you do it. The momentum guys, obviously, you got through the middle. Uh, big Nelson Asafa Solomona, but on the edge, Eli Katoa, who is just as important when they do those shifts out to the right edge. And then Harry Grant, if he gets on the front foot, you know the rest of the spine, they will flood the middle with him and they will go. How do you stop Harry Grant? It's all about communication. All of your ruck defenders, your two markers and your A's and B's, they have to be talking all game. If you sleep at all, he will make you pay. Let's move to Craig Bellamy's coach's clipboard heading into this game against the Brisbane Broncos. As we said off the top, Craig Bellamy's got such an incredible record up there at Suncorp Stadium in finals games. It is unbelievable. Never lost to the Broncos at Suncorp Stadium. I'd be shocked if there is any other team that has that sort of a record. Very, very impressive stuff. Now, the stuff that I think Craig Bellamy will be focusing on, the first headline is Middles Mayhem. Now, we know the Brisbane Broncos, they've got a young, inexperienced pack when it comes to finals footy, but my God, they pack a punch. And as much as they are inexperienced, they certainly do make up for that just through pure enthusiasm and raw power. This team is incredible. So Middles Mayhem, let's see what I've got here for Craig Bellamy. Harson Carrigan, arguably the best front rower and lock forward in the NRL. These two lead one of the fiercest packs in the NRL. Haas brings the brawn and Carrigan backs him up with the brawn and the brains. If you can't match it with these guys through the middle, don't bother getting off the bus. The only way to stop Walsh and Ezra from cutting you up is to slow Haas's momentum. If Carrigan is controlling the ruck and dictating terms through the middle, Walsh will be laying on points down the edges. And for me, it's such a key thing. It's funny, when I talk about this, I won't actually mention Reese Walsh on the actual sheet itself. He doesn't have a pitcher. He doesn't have a title, even though he is the most dangerous player in this team. But in my opinion... The way to stop Reese Walsh is to stop other players in the team, and it's the guys through the middle. Reese Walsh, he is so talented. He is so quick. But in order to execute what the Broncos do with him week in, week out, they have to win the middle. Thankfully, they've got one of the most explosive packs in the competition, so they tend to not only win the middle, they tend to dominate it. For me, though, if I'm the Melbourne Storm, the only way to stop Reese Walsh cutting them to pieces on the edges, which really worries me, is to win the middle. Somehow, you have to win it over. Payne Haas. Flegler, Carrigan, these are all-star origin middles. They are sensational. Payne Haas in particular, he's the one that you need to stop. How do you do it? Once again, I've got no idea whatsoever. This is where the Melbourne Storm and their history with wrestling and whatnot, they have to be getting Payne Haas on his back, and they cannot allow any second-phase footy. They need to wrap the ball up, get him to the ground. This is one of those situations where early in this game, I would really like to see uh, the Melbourne Storm test out the referees. On the first Payne Haas hit up, I would love to see them wrap the ball up, hold him down, see how long they can hold down for, see how long the referees are willing to give before they blow that whistle. Might seem strange to people going, fuck, why would you give away an early penalty? You can't afford to do it. You can, you're all fresh, you know how to defend, you know what you're doing. You need to know what sort of a game it's going to be and I think this is sometimes what the Queensland Maroons do so good and we as New South Wales Blues don't do. The Maroons very quickly work out the pace of the game and how it's going to be played and how the referees is going to referee 
yet. It's finals footy. You might find you're able to hold down a little bit longer. Maybe the maybe the whistle will get swallowed. We've seen it many times before in many big games, and you need to find out what sort of an advantage you can get. And if the Melbourne Storm can find an advantage early where they go, hey, He's sort of letting this game go a little bit here. He's letting us sort of dictate the pace of the ruck. You need to take advantage of it. I always go back to the Penrith Panthers, South Sydney Rabbitohs grand final a couple of years ago. I thought it was very, very obvious early in that game that you were able to hold down as long as you fucking wanted. The referee was not blowing penalties. The the two teams had the opportunity to adapt. The Penrith Panthers did it much better. South Sydney fans complained about what the Panthers did, and I get it, but at the end of the day, you were playing the same game under the same rules. The Panthers adapted because they identified they were able to hold down longer in the ruck. And I think the Melbourne Storm, they need to push it to the limit in this game, especially with Payne Haas, Tom Flegler, these sort of guys. As I said, I'm happy to give away a penalty early to find out how far we can push the envelope as far as holding down and slowing down the ruck because you never really know what it's going to look like in this competition. And if we have one of those nights where the referee's very lenient, doesn't want to decide a big game, all of a sudden that momentum can change very quickly and you can take away one of the Broncos' absolute strike weapons in Reese Walsh via controlling the middle. I would be giving away a penalty very early on a Payne Haas, see what we can get, back our defense in after that. But the Melbourne Storm, they need to find a way to win the middle in order to stop Reese Walsh on the edges. He is just too quick. They've got the halfback, and they've got the halfback in jersey 13 as well that will put Reese Walsh in the right positions for him to execute the right plays like he did in Origin. Let's go to number two. This one says, Adam Reynolds' boot. September is the month made for the best kickers. Reynolds is well aware of this. Reynolds is the only player in the Broncos' spine who has won a finals game. He is the key. Coming into this game with an injury off a spell, he needs to be pressured all night. If the opportunity presents itself to whack him, he needs to feel it. Happy to give away an early penalty on Reynolds. Make it one of those nights for him. Now, Adam Reynolds is obviously, he's been carrying injuries his whole career, to be fair. Last few weeks, he's had a bit of time off coming coming back into this game. I'm not worried about him being rusty or any of that bullshit. He is one of the most experienced players and one of the best players in our game. Adam Reynolds, he will be right as rain. But you need to be putting pressure on this guy. And he's another guy I'd be willing to give away an early penalty on Adam Reynolds just to let him know, hey, we're coming for you tonight. You don't want it to be a penalty that gets your sin bin or sent off or anything like that, but you want him to know he's under pressure all night because you cannot let him dictate terms with his kicking game. If he does, he will just kick you into corners. I quite often go back to Adam Reynolds in that grand final once again against the Penrith Panthers. Nathan Cleary, his kicking game was 10 out of 10 and it won that game of football for them. Adam Reynolds, his kicking game was realistically a 9 or a 9.5. It just wasn't at the level of Nathan Cleary. He is a guy that can win a game of football off his boot. You need to be pressuring him, and if you get the opportunity where something breaks down, he has to run the ball, my God, absolutely hit him with the kitchen sink. All these guys that are running around in this game, in all these games this weekend, they are all injured. They are all fair play. You need to go at these guys. You need to have Adam Reynolds looking over his shoulder. He's been in this game for a very long time. He's a champion player. You need to show him no respect in this game and you need to go after him. Because if you give him time, you give him space, he will just kick you to death. He will put Selwyn Cobbo in perfect areas. He'll put you in corners. He'll uh, he'll just force the Broncos' umbrella defense to make you come out of your own end all day. You cannot afford to do it. If Adam Reynolds is allowed to dictate terms, similar to Nathan Cleary this weekend, you can shut up shop. It is over. All his forwards have to do is just match it. They don't even have to win it. They just have to match it. And he'll be able to win it off his right foot. 
you get the opportunity to get him one-on-one or you get to put a shot on him, fuck me. Make it count. Make him hurt. Make him uncomfortable. This is why I respect halfbacks so much because this is the sort of shit they have to put up with and they do it week in, week out. This guy is an absolute stallion. He's been playing through injuries for years now, but you've got to make him hurt. You've got to make it tough for him. Our last point here. If I was the Melbourne Storm, the spot that I would be targeting if I was them going at the Brisbane Broncos, it has to be that Broncos right edge. You've got uh, Katoni Staggs and Selwyn Cobbo, two incredibly gifted players, two very different players. Obviously, Katoni Staggs, hard to handle, just one of those robust sort of centers. Selwyn Cobbo, he's just the man with magic in his fingers. He can just create something out of absolutely nothing. And there will be a moment in this game where he will do something that you just sit there and go, well, fuck, we can't defend that. What could we have possibly done there, whether it is the run coming out of his own in goals, the intercept, the chip kick. Selwyn Cobbler will always have a play in a big game that you just go, well, fuck, what were we meant to do there? What you can count on as well, though, is these two defensively. What you need to do, neither of them are bad tacklers, but sometimes you can catch them out as bad defenders. What I mean by that, they're both good with their contact and all that, but when you put them in decision-making positions, sometimes you can catch these guys out. And Stag is, Stags is the spot defender that I'd be going at. He has improved as the season gone, has gone on, but still, throughout the entire year, I've had him in draft the entire year. I've watched him very, very closely. You can catch him out, and you need to force him to make decisions, yeah? So that means you need to throw different shapes at him constantly, and this is where I think the Melbourne Storm can really generate something. I would have played Justin Olam in this game, to be honest with you, solely because I want him on that left edge outside Cam Munster because he's just someone that Stags know he always has to man up on. He always has to has, have his eyes on him because if he's you know slightly off balance, the show's over there. Uh, I think it'll be young Tottenham Mapea that will be on that side. So not bad. He's been there the last few weeks. Olam would have been my pick. But this is where Cam Munster, that's his left edge. He needs to throw many different shapes at Katoni Staggs and force him to make bad decisions. It will come. You will get him once or twice. It's about executing off the back of that. And if I was the Melbourne Storm, as I said when I was talking about the momentum for them, um, I would be shifting out to Eli Katoa on that right edge, get some momentum, and then it's a big shift to the left where I'm getting early ball to Cam Munster and I'm opening up that entire side of the field. And my entire target is trying to get Ryan Pappenhausen on the outside shoulder there of Katoni Staggs, put him in two minds, and you will be able to generate points down there. I'm very, very confident of it, but you have to make force him to make decisions after decision after decision with different shapes in front of him. You will get him eventually. I think you, I'm very confident in saying it's something that Cam Munster and Jerome Hughes, they would have identified this week. you got Trent Leroux, you've got... Um, Young Tonomapaya, and then you've got Xavier Coates out there. So they've got a fantastic finisher out there. I reckon if the Melbourne Storm are to win this game, Xavier Coates, he will cross for at least one try in this game. That's the spot I'll be going at. That right edge, they have been caught out a couple of times this year against good sides. That's where they go. I'm very confident in saying the Melbourne Storm go there. Keep an eye on that shift out to the right. Eli Katoa, get their momentum. Then early quick ball out to Cam Munster where he'll be floating and doing his most damaging work with bodies in motion and little Ryan Pappenhausen sniffing around that spot there. All right, guys, that is our first installment of Coach's Clipboard. Hope you enjoyed that one. That is our deep Coach's Clipboard preview of the Melbourne Storm and the Brisbane Broncos game. Fingers crossed all these guys are fit. All these guys are available for this game. Hopefully there's no HOAs, no sim bins, nothing that can sort of skew this game or whatever it might be. Hopefully both teams are full strength, ready to go. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hopefully we don't get any referee decisions that sort of lean one way or another. Hopefully we just get a fantastic game of football. And personally, I'd really love to see the referees swallow the whistle a little bit here. I'm happy for there to be a little bit of shit in the ruck just so we can get some free-flowing footy. Because at the end of the day, you're both playing under the same rules. If it's a slow ruck, sweet. It's about who's going to adapt the quickest, who's going to change their game the quickest. And that's where coaching really comes into it, which will be Kevin Walters' big test. We know Craig Bellamy. He's done it time and time again. He will handle it just fine. And that's where the experience of Hughes, Munster, Grant, these sort of guys, is where the experience of a guy like Adam Reynolds is so key in the voice of Paddy Carrigan. This one's going to be an absolute cracker. I don't mind the Melbourne Storm for an upset here, but if I had gun to my head, I would take the Broncos in a very, very close one, but I don't mind the Melbourne Storm with a start. If you're having a punt, guys, please gamble responsibly. The chances are you will lose. We'll have our full preview on game day. That'll be coming tomorrow where we'll talk about our anytime try scores and everything, but I do think this will be a low-scoring game, and I think it'll be an absolute cracker. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.